Hi, and welcome to my podcast. I'm Dr. John Cook. I'm so glad you joined us today. As we continue our series on Systematic Theology 2, we will get into our lesson right after this. Our lesson today is lesson number 25. It will deal with the subject of the victorious Christian life. We now join in progress part four of our study. The question is, whose servant am I? The answer is in verse 17 of chapter 6. Let's look at Romans chapter 6 and verse 17 then. But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. When I got saved, the word of God tells me that I was bought with a price. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 20 says, Therefore I am to glorify God in my body and in my spirit, which are God's. Again, I'm told in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 23 that I was bought with a price and therefore I'm not to be the servants of men. Considering then what the Word of God says, I am to be the servant of the Lord. As the servant of the Lord, I cannot please men. The Apostle Paul says in Galatians chapter 1 and verse 10, For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, it should, I should not be the servant of Christ. When I got saved, I yielded myself to the Savior, and he bought me with his precious blood. Therefore, it is my responsibility to live for the Savior, because I am the servant of righteousness. Romans 6.18 says, Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. I no longer serve sin. I'm no longer the servant of sin, and I'm no longer to serve sin. I am the servant of righteousness, and I'm to serve righteousness. What does this mean to my life as a Christian? Well, look at verse 19 and 20 of chapter 6. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity. That's before I got saved. Even so now, now that you're saved, yield your members servants to righteousness unto holiness. For when ye were the servants of sin, that's before I got saved, ye were free from righteousness. Paul tells us that he's using a type to teach us a spiritual truth. That type is the fact that we are now servants under God by the right of God's ownership of us. He has bought us out of the slave market of sin. We are now to be his servants and not the servant of sin. I am his servant and I by yielding my members to righteousness and holiness, it shows that I am his servant. Before I got saved, my members served sin. I was free from righteousness. 
but the fruit of my wicked life I'm now ashamed of, Romans 6.21 says. For what fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. The wickedness that ruled my life before the Lord freed me from sin brought only death and destruction. I was on the road leading me to hell. Because Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now that I am saved and have been set free from sin through the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, now that I am saved and have been seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, Ephesians 2 and verse 6 says, listen to it, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Why would I want to continue to serve sin? What wickedness it is to consider what Jesus did for me that I would want to continue in the filth and rot that he saved me from. God forbid that I should do so. What then shall I do? Look at Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. He says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. This is the answer. It only stands to reason that I would give God what he bought, what is rightfully his. It is not rightfully mine. I no longer belong to myself. Now I am his and he is mine. Thanks to his mercies, I have been saved and therefore I am to present my body a living sacrifice. God is not asking me to die for him. He's commanding me to live for him. God is not asking me to die at the moment. He's asking me to live, to give him my body as a living sacrifice. That's quite a picture if you think about it. In the Old Testament, we read over and over again about how the Israelites brought sacrifices to the temple. There they would slay the sacrifices and its blood would be shed for the remission of their sins. Jesus went to the cross and shed his life's blood to cleanse me and wash away my sin. 1 John 1 and verse 7 says, If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanseth us from all sin. By his sacrifice, we have been enabled to walk in fellowship with the Savior. By his sacrifice, we have a new destination. We are no longer condemned to death, hell, and the grave. But now we have eternal life, and that through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God for so great salvation. So once again, I remind you, 
God is not asking me to die at the moment. He's asking me to live. To give him my body as a living sacrifice. The flesh will consider living for Christ to be a sacrifice. Because this flesh doesn't want to do what God wants me to do. And the flesh will no longer be able to do what the flesh wants to do. When I give myself to the Lord as a living sacrifice. The desires of the flesh will have to be set aside. Our obedience to the flesh will no longer be tolerated. We will recognize and declare that this old flesh is dead indeed unto sin. As Romans chapter 6 and verse 11 we read again says, Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. We live unto the Lord Jesus Christ. We live to serve Him. So yielding our bodies a living sacrifice is God's will for us in this present life. Not only is it God's will... It is our reasonable service. It's only fair and just that we give God what, is, what he bought. That's our bodies. We are to present them a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God. Holy living is called for if we are going to live the victorious Christian life. It is not what is acceptable in our sight, but what is acceptable in God's sight that is being dealt with here. God determines what is acceptable, not me, not you. 